Chapter 11 Establishment in our true nature Everything we have ever truly longed for is to be found in the simple knowing of our own being as it essentially is. At first, most of us glimpse our essential being in the background of experience, only to find it, through force of habit, almost immediately eclipsed by the content of experience. In this case, we may repeatedly trace our way back to ourself until we begin to be established in it as it. It is like meeting a stranger at a lecture or party. Initially, we catch sight of them briefly and, although we have never seen them before, our interest is awakened. We seem to recognize them. For some time, their memory disturbs us, as if calling us to something we have always known but forgotten. Two weeks later, we come across them again in the supermarket. It seems like a coincidence, but at the same time we are not surprised. We arrange to meet for coffee and begin to become acquainted and notice that the deeper the acquaintance, the greater the desire to know more. Next we meet for dinner and soon we spend a weekend together. Some months later we move in and, hopefully, live happily ever after. For most of us, the recognition of our true nature takes place in a similar way. Repeated glimpses followed by gradual establishment, although in rare cases the first recognition is sufficient and is never again eclipsed by experience. Either way, once we have had that first glimpse, our life is never the same again. We have been disturbed by something that is recognized to be at once new and familiar. After this first recognition, we become curious we may seek out a friend, read a book, watch a video, or simply investigate within ourselves. Sooner or later we are led back to the same experience, to our own being in its original naked condition, before it is qualified by experience, and again we taste its innate peace and joy. We rest there, for how long we do not know, since this does not take place in the same time as our everyday experience. Eventually, through force of habit, objective experience draws us away from ourselves. However, we notice that each time we return to ourself, we seem to rest there a little longer. And as we do so, the habit of getting lost in experience is gradually eroded. For some time, it may still seem that we go back and forth between our objective experience and the peace of our essential being. But eventually we develop the ability not only to return to ourself in the background of experience, but to remain there in the midst of experience. Experience has lost its power to take us away from ourself and to veil our innate peace and happiness. We no longer lose ourself in the content of experience we are becoming established in our true nature. We have come home. When our self or being sheds the qualities it inherits from experience, it loses its agitation and its essential nature of peace is revealed.
it loses its sense of lack and its innate joy is exposed. The identification of our self with the content of experience creates the separate self or ego around which most of our lives revolve. Divested of the limitations inherent in experience, our original freedom is restored. Our self is released from its existential sense of lack and fear of death. Occasionally, this recognition is so full and complete that the old habits of thinking and feeling on behalf of a temporary finite self and the agitation and unhappiness that accompany them never reappear. However, in almost all cases, these habits come back and continue to be expressed in our activities and relationships. Although the belief that we are a temporary, finite, separate self has been uprooted through understanding, old habits have a momentum which may still cause them to arise, like a boat on the ocean whose engines are turned off but that carries on moving for some time. In this case, it will be necessary to trace our way back to ourself again and again until we are stabilized there. Each time we return to ourself, the pathway gets shorter and easier, and experience increasingly loses its capacity to take us away. Gradually, we become established in and as our true nature. As this happens, peace and happiness begin to pervade our experience from the inside. They not only permeate our thoughts and feelings, but begin to express themselves in our activities and relationships. In time, the body and mind are transformed from the inside by this recognition, so there is a change, although it may not be dramatic. In fact, the mind may not at first realize what is happening, and only gradually come to know that it is being transformed. Slowly, all realms of experience are colonized by the peace of our true nature, and it begins to communicate itself effortlessly, with or without words, in all of our interactions. At first we have a glimpse or a taste of our true nature, then we establish ourselves in it, and then we lead a life to the best of our ability, in a way that is consistent with, and an expression of, its intrinsic qualities. At every moment, and in all situations, we are free to allow experience to veil our innate peace or to remain transparent to it. Our experience will appear in accordance with whichever possibility we choose. If we allow it to veil being, then it will conform to that possibility. If we remain in touch with being, our experience will be increasingly permeated by its innate peace. Once it becomes clear that our being remains untouched by all experience, irrespective of its content, the activities of seeking and resisting that characterize the apparently separate self or ego begin to subside. We may continue to seek refuge on a daily basis in the privacy and silence of our own being, but we do not feel that we leave that refuge when we go out into the world of experience. We take our self with us wherever we go, we are safe, not only in the sanctuary of the heart, but in the midst of all experience. 
This does not mean that we no longer feel grief or sorrow. It simply means that we no longer feel the need to defend against them. We are totally open to them, indeed to all experience, and as a result, they lose their afflictive quality. Nor is it necessary to seek or resist any particular experience for the purpose of finding peace or happiness, for all experience begins to shine equally with it. A feeling of sameness pervades everything. This does not mean that we no longer appreciate the qualities of particular experiences, but our view becomes even. Experience no longer holds the promise of happiness or the threat of unhappiness. A mind that is accustomed to resting frequently in its essence becomes increasingly saturated with peace. When such a mind returns to experience, it does not leave that peace behind. It takes it with itself and its activities of thinking, feeling, sensing, perceiving, acting and relating become an expression, a communication and a celebration of that peace. W.B. Yeats described this in his poem, Vacillation. It seemed so great my happiness that I was blessed and could bless. To be blessed is to be in touch with the peace and joy of our true nature. In religious language, it is to feel God's presence in one's heart. To the extent that each of us is in touch with this presence, so it communicates itself, with or without words, shedding its light on everyone and everything with whom we come in contact.